Welcome to Relationships Unraveled. I'm Miranda, and I am here to help you unravel your relationships and live the life you were created for. Together, we are going to learn and grow in how to navigate the many relationships that make up our lives. We're going to do this by having conversations that go below the surface. So let's shock the norm. Let's try something different and start discovering the next step forward as we talk through life together. God created us for relationships, so it's no surprise that we learn best how to navigate them together. Are you ready? Hey guys, welcome to Relationships Unraveled podcast. I am so excited that you've joined me today because we are starting something new that we've not done before on the show. We're going to do a three-part series, and the series is going to be on direct communication, how to have those hard conversations when it comes up. I am recording this podcast on a little packing break. I am actually going on a little two-night getaway with a friend that started out as kind of a joke, and I'm excited because I'm going somewhere that I've never been, and it's a place that I keep telling people I've never been, and everybody is so shocked, so I think I'm late to the party, but we are going to go to Las Vegas, my friend and I, and we're going to spend a couple days, we're going to sit by the pool, and we're going to shop, and we're going to eat some yummy food, and I am super excited because this summer's just been a lot, and so I'm really excited about getting away and not thinking about work or school or anything like that for a couple of days. But it's funny because neither one of us are big shoppers and we joke about this a lot. I'm the type that like, maybe I'll buy like a little slew of things in the fall and then maybe again in the spring, but nothing in between really. I get overwhelmed at online shopping. I'll really try to. I'll sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to be a big girl and I'm going to do this. And I go and I'll do like tops on one website and it has like, 24 pages. And I'm like, what do you do with that? Like, how do you even, I just, I hit the X. I can't, I can't do it. So I get overwhelmed really easily. And so we're both very similar and we're like, okay, we are gonna, we're going to commit to this and we're going to go shopping. But it's funny because we had dinner together tonight. Actually, neither one of us had packed for our trip. We leave in the morning at 730 And we're already trying to wiggle our way out of the shopping part. We're like, well, if we don't have time to shop, you know, it's fine. We'll just sit by the pool. I'm fine with that. You know, I don't need to, I'm not that, you know, worried about making sure that we shop. And I was like, oh my gosh, listen to us. We're trying to get out of shopping. So hopefully we will find something and come home with like grown up clothes and not just like Target. And it's just, I am just... I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I am on a pack break. I was in the middle of packing and I was like, you know what? I like podcasting more. So I'm going to go and do that. So we're starting this series. It's direct communication and it's going to be three parts. So this is part one and then there'll be a part two and a part three. And this first one is going to be an overview, kind of some housekeeping, some things to keep in mind as we go along. And kind of setting the scene for part two, which is going to be all about how do we know if we're ready to have this conversation? And then part three is going to be how to go about having the conversation. And so there's some important things to think about as we begin this series. And one is kind of a disclaimer, because any podcast that I'm doing or anytime I'm talking about relationships in general, I want a disclaimer that I'm talking about your typical relationship where both people, you know, 
want to work through things. Sometimes you get relationships that are a little lopsided where one person might not be psychologically sound. It might be like an emotionally abusive situation. Those are not the kinds of things that I'm talking about. If you have that happening in one of your relationships, the strategies and the ideas that we talk about on the show are probably not going to work because you're not dealing with a mentally healthy person on the other side of the conversation. And so it's going to be very difficult. And depending on your situation, I just don't, I don't ever want anyone to put themselves back in a situation that is harmful and think, oh, I've got some tools now, you know, now I'll get, now I'll get somewhere with them. And, and if they're just, if they're abusive emotionally or manipulative and things like that, you know, the odds of it working are pretty slim. So sometimes these things just aren't going to be effective if you're dealing with someone really, really difficult. But I've had two, two instances that I can think of. So when I think of difficult relationships or like hard conversations to have, I can think of two in particular. And they're always, they're so different, right? I mean, we have things come up all the time in our relationships, marriage, friendships, neighbors, I mean, coworkers, kids, all the time, there's going to be hard things that happen and we have to have conversations about these things. And so that's the idea around the direct communication. But I know that we deal with these things so differently. And the two that I can think of, the hardest one to deal with for me is that I deal with these things by, you know, putting them in the light right away. I'm like, oh man, this is a problem. Let's sit down. We got to, we got to talk through this. You know, I want to, I want to get everything on the table. I want to make sure you're good. I want to make sure I'm good. Like, let's do this. But not everybody's like that. And so for someone like me, it's very hard when someone won't do that with you. And I can think of two scenarios. One was a college roommate and one was a neighbor. We had a good friendship, like a good relationship, a very ongoing one. And then something happened. I don't know what. I have ideas, of course, but I don't know for sure because I tried to initiate a conversation and say like, you know, hey, something's off. Is everything okay? I'd like to hear about what's going on. Have I upset you somehow? Is there something I can do? Do we need to talk about anything? And they say no. Like they just flat out say no. They won't talk to you. They say, no, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And then you never hear from them again. That is so hard for me as someone who's direct in my communicating in general, like as a natural reaction is direct. And I can't get someone to talk to me about something. It is so painful because I just see it as such a wasted opportunity, but it happens, you know, and there's different ways we go about it. Some people just avoid it. Like, like the two situations I'm saying, like nothing's wrong. I'm fine but I'm never talking to you again. Some people are really passive aggressive. They are insisting that everything's fine, but they are giving you the silent treatment. They are slamming doors. They're, you know, ignoring you, but they insist if you ask, nope, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And you know, it's not fine, but they just won't admit that everything's not fine. Oh, and then some people fake it, right? They're fake to your face. And then behind your back, they are talking all kinds of nonsense to whoever will listen about whatever happened. A lot of times you don't even know what happened, but they will, they will act like everything's fine to your face. And then some people are just really aggressive. 
Like they just get mad and they come at you like fight style. Like they want to have it out, but not in a healthy way. They are mad and they are rude and they are ugly and they call names or, you know, whatever the case may be. And then maybe it's someone who just wants to be mad. You know, not everybody wants to move forward. Some people like to hold on to stuff for a long time. And you can apologize. You can go about it in all the right ways, but you just can't make them let go and move forward. You just can't make that happen. So I want you to know that I realize that there's so many different dynamics that we're always dealing with in direct communication and these hard conversations. I totally get that. So these are just guidelines that can help you to do your part well. Anything beyond that is really out of your control, but it does help and it does bring you a peace to know that you did your part well or the best that you could. And then anything beyond that, you just can't, you know, you can hope for maybe someday they want to reconcile or or discuss it or move forward. But I do want to acknowledge that these things are hard and you're just one part of the equation. So you can only do so much. Have you ever felt exhausted and hopeless from trying so hard only to feel like a hamster on a wheel in your relationships? You can't seem to make any progress. You can't seem to stop thinking about certain things, or maybe you just replay them again and again in your mind. Well, I'm here to help you move through your relationship struggles So often we feel stuck and we can't seem to find the next step forward. We just want to fix it. I am offering a limited amount of coaching calls where we will talk through your relationship dynamics together. When you purchase a coaching call, you will get 60 minutes of my undivided attention as we lay out the situation at hand, unravel the nuances around it all, and I promise you I will not be your bestie that just agrees with everything you say. Together, we will look at things from different perspectives, learn, broaden your understanding, and we will discover a way forward. So check out the link to sign up in the show notes. Spaces are limited, and I would love to talk with you about your relationships. The first couple things that I want to talk about in this episode are the idea that everybody will hurt you eventually. And this is something that is, has a little bit of accepting to do. You know, I think first things first in this series is we're going to begin with our worst enemy and it's our expectations. Sometimes those are what are tripping us up way more than other people, but we don't often see that. But man, they really get the best of us sometimes. And in life, you guys, it's not a matter of like if we're going to have a conflict, it's just a matter of when and then being equipped to handle it with care. So if we could shift our expectations around conflict and hard conversations and know that they're going to come instead of being shocked when when it happens, like shocked when someone hurts us and just totally blindsides us, that's kind of a good indication that you might have some expectations at a place because it's going to happen, right? I mean, if you get close enough to me, I'm going to hurt you. And if I get close enough to you, you're going to hurt me. And that's just part of life. That's just the way that humans work. So we don't have to be surprised by it because it's going to happen a lot. So let's decide to acknowledge the hurt and the conflict and have conversations around it. And honestly, the sooner, the better. Because 
I have worked with people before and it's like, you know, they say, okay, I need to talk to someone about something that they've hurt me. They, they do this thing and I, you know, I've got to talk to them about it because I'm just so mad about it. It's all I think about. And I'm like, okay, you know, let's talk about it. Well, it's something that happened like a year ago or sometimes more than a year ago. Sometimes it's two years ago and they've been sitting on it for this long, just letting it build and brew and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I would say one big point is the sooner you can have the conversation, the better, because a lot of times people don't even know they've hurt you. Like they don't know. And I know that's hard to believe because you're like, no, they have to know because it was so blatant and so obvious. But I promise you, they don't know that it's hurtful a lot of times. And so if you're coming at them from a year or more ago, they're going to be like, what are you talking about? Like you've been sitting on this that long. So it's obviously it's best in the moment if you can bring it up in the moment. But if you can't do that yet, you can always just start smaller than that and just try to get to it, you know, when you can, when you feel ready. Now, we're going to talk in episode two about how do we know when we're ready to have the hard conversation. And so stay tuned for that because that will help you to know when it's a good time to have the conversation as well because these conversations are so important. And, you know, how do we know when we need to have a hard conversation and directly communicate with someone? Basically, when there's an issue. When there's an issue, I mean, every time someone calls me or I have a phone call and they're like, well, she said this and she did this and you know, I think she meant this. And I'm like, man, you got to talk to her. You got to talk to her because how do you know? How do you know it's not a misunderstanding? So it really does help to talk these things out. And the number one piece of feedback that I get from people that I work with is I love having hard conversations now. And it was something they were terrified of before. But once they felt equipped to do it and they learned how to do it, the conversations went a lot better. And they were like, man, I really want to have them now because they do believe that they are best instead of sitting on things and letting it build. Another thing to really consider when you have something come up in a relationship, and this is really important, you got to ask yourself, is this something that's ongoing? Or is this an isolated incident? Because the way you're going to approach the conversation is going to be very different depending on if this is ongoing, meaning you and this person have just had issues ongoing for a a while. I mean, y'all just never really hit it off that well. And there's just been things come up over the years or over the months or however long you've been in a relationship with them of some kind. And then also an isolated incident means like you normally get along great. You have a great relationship. But all of a sudden, something has happened and you are so upset. The reason this matters is because you have to manage your expectations around both of these. So for conflict that's been going on for an extended period of time, you can be certain that there has been hurt caused by all parties, which means you too. That means you are hurt, but it also means you've hurt them. And it could be intentionally, it could be unintentionally, but In order to have conversations for ongoing conflict, you really got to be prepared to hear how you've hurt them and be ready to take ownership for that because that's just going to be part part of the problem in ongoing things like ongoing issues. If it's a first offense type of conflict, 
it's an isolated incident, then be sure you're prepared for the other person to have no idea that anything has happened. This doesn't mean that they don't care. It just means it was probably a misunderstanding and they truly didn't realize that they've hurt you. But it is important to distinguish between these two types of conflicts so that when you approach a conversation around it, you can be prepared for the response that you might get. So these conversations are hard. We're not going to deny that. We're not going to pretend like that's not the truth here because it is true. They're hard. But as you learn how to do it well, and as you understand it and practice, you start to see them in a different light. You start to see them as necessary because you see the value in them so much that you know deep down that you can't not have them. And that life without hard conversations is hardly a life. I mean, relationships are are hard as it is, but without being able to have hard conversations, I just don't know how you maintain quality relationships. I just don't see how you can. Either you're pretending a whole lot or you are in denial, maybe, that there's issues that you've never discussed that are that are hurtful and pain points, but you just, that's not what you do in your relationships. I don't know. I don't know what kind of quality the relationship could have if you didn't see the value in hard conversations. So I want to encourage you to think about this and then to come back for parts two and part three so that you can learn more about how to know if you're ready for hard conversations and then how to have those hard conversations, just some tips. And again, these things aren't like guaranteed foolproof. It depends a whole lot on who is sitting in across from you, but you can make your best effort. And that's what I want to help you to do. I want to help you feel equipped and encouraged at the end of this three-part series to feel like you're ready to take on a hard conversation and that you feel more equipped to do it than you did before you listened to the three-part series. That's my hope. Guaranteed to work? You know, absolutely not but guaranteed to walk away with more peace and knowing that you've done your part the best that you could and you've done it well, yes, that is what we're after because that's really all we can control. But I also think by choosing to practice these things and try that you are going to get different results than maybe you've ever gotten before. And my hope is that you'll see the value for yourself once you experience this and you see some shifts in your conversations with people. So I hope you'll come back for parts two and part three. Thank you for being here and wish me luck on my shopping thing because I'm going to need it. I'm going to need it and I need to go finish packing. So I appreciate y'all joining me on the show today. Find me on Instagram at Miranda Kirk or email me ru at mirandakirk.com. I love to answer questions. I love to hear from you. I know that most people say they're sorry when they ask me a question or they're sorry when they reach out. I'm sorry to bother you. I know you're busy. And you know what? Talking to people about these things is my favorite thing. Like I would drop anything I'm doing if someone needed to talk about something going on in their life. And so it's what I love. And so if everybody thinks that I'm too busy to to you know, talk or listen to your questions and feedback, then no one asks questions and gives feedback. So I do want to hear from you. I do enjoy it. So I would love to connect with you on Instagram or via email. Thanks for being here. 
Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Relationships Unraveled podcast. If you love the episode, please share it on social media and be sure to tag me. Find me at Miranda Kirk and let's continue the conversation. I hope you'll tune in again next week.